When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Hello and welcome to The Bachelor Podcast. I'm Kay York City. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here with you, Kay. Finale. We've done it. Another season in the books. Wow. How do you feel? You made it through a hurricane and an earthquake. Every <laughs> every one of Mother Nature's obstacles that could be thrown at you. How are you? You okay? What's the scene? Give us the 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 you're, you're our live reporter from the scene. What's going on in L.A.? Well, from my perspective, because I do not want to downplay it at all. Like there has been a lot of shit going down, a lot of damage, but. From where I was in Santa Monica, all I had, all we had was some rain throughout the day. Yeah. Which it rained for like five months straight at one point. <laughs> right. Um, and then in the middle of it, there was an earthquake, which was outrageous. And I've. How big? I've what did it here- feel like? What it, uh, do you. I'm not. An, I don't know from earthquakes. So what did it, I felt one in my life and was the one in New York City like years ago. But oh, what did sure. it I didn't feel even like? know there was one in New York City. Yeah, it was a long time ago. I, I mean, I, I remember I was in my apartment with my brother. He was sleeping on my couch, and we were like, what was that? You know, <laughs> but what did it feel like? Was it big? No, this one wasn't This one wasn't that big, but um, there hasn't... Every time I've had an earthquake since I've been here, which has only been a few times, they've all been in the middle of the night. And then mm. this was like midday, I want to say like 1.30 in the afternoon, me and Chelsea, my roommate, were just sitting on the couch and we were like, oh my God. And everything started shaking and you could, um, like the mirrors on the walls. Oh my God. And it only lasted like, you know, six seconds, but it's a pretty Scary alarming. six seconds. <laughs> yeah. So, and then the next day, cause it was supposed to be like, all right, you have Sunday. It was supposed to be really intense, but then Monday was allegedly going to be worse. And, you know, we have the news you have to hunker down, make sure you get right. all your food. Whole Foods was like destroyed. I, I mean, I mean <laughs> Erewhon, they had to, Erewhon looked like, you know, <laughs> looked like the end of the world, the I'm sure. yeah. Yeah, all, all these women in Lululemon yoga pants just in line to get their last smoothie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> their last $40 I'm just smoothie. sitting on my couch, you know, eating my Trader Joe's snacks and nothing... It literally was sunny and beautiful yesterday. Not a drop of rain. I went on a walk. It was gorgeous. <laughs> it's the easiest thing in the world to be like, that was it. And it's like, okay, there's a, you know, nothing is ever as big as it seems. Nothing's ever as small as it seems. It's always somewhere in the middle. And 
As a New Englander, as a person from Boston, the Massachusetts, uh, the state of Massachusetts, I'm very familiar with the, you know, the fear casting where they have to make sure that you're prepared for the worst because, you know, you don't want people stuck in a bad position. But then also it doesn't add up to expectations. People talk about a storm as if it's like a movie that disappointed, like that was it. Oh, you guys all got afraid. It's like. (laughs) What were we supposed to do? You know, like, I I do understand that. I mean, it was, there was definitely a lot of rain that first day for sure. But the craziest part was the earthquake coming with it. Right. It's like <laughs> I, I, everything just, it's just, I just imagine like God on a cloud throwing, you know, lightning bolts at, down at the earth directly at LA. Like it just kind of, mm-hmm. all the news from there was like, there's a storm coming in, an earthquake happening. It must've been, you know. That's not it's scary no matter what. Yeah, that was that was really I have to say that was really bizarre, Um, especially because we weren't expecting it. Uh, Yeah. And it hadn't been during the day before. (laughs) Is your bar on Venice Beach okay? It was closed that day, but apparently it's fine. It's okay. We're good. What's it called? The The waterfront Venice. The waterfront (laughs) Venice Beach. Thank God. K's. Kay's embassy is fine. Don't worry, <laughs> listeners. The waterfront in Venice Beach is A-OK. They oh, will be home. they'll be doing sparklers off of birthday signs in no time. They're gonna be back to normal <laughs> very soon. Don't worry, everyone can catch their breath. Everyone <laughs> listening, I know that was the big update people were waiting on. I you never know because it was right it's right on right on the beach so who knows we were worried what? I was I was sitting here trembling wor- worried about trembling. the waterfront I was worried you know well, where will people get their vodka sodas where so, you know so so a lot of the uh, so I was asking people for a lot of TV show recommendations and listen let's bring up the thirty seven and single and I'm, so many people recommended it to me and I'm like okay obviously yeah. Well, it, I, not it. to say, not to say, I was hoping for rain all weekend across the country, but you know, I was, you know, my as someone with a with a stand up special that premiered a week ago today, um, I just want to thank the listeners. I heard from so many Bachelor. I want to thank you, Kay. You know, you pushing it out and telling people. Oh, I was a proud mom. Yeah, I was a proud mom. I felt it. It is, and it's been in the top ten to this day. It's still number nine. It's and I know. I, I guess it's like unheard of for stand-up specials to like stay there for this long. So like, this is. Um, I gotta thank everyone who listens and who has watched already. It means the world. It is like the greatest compliment in the world, the way the audience here for The Bachelor like came together. Like, you know, we do a lot of Marvel references because you and I are fans of those movies. It was Mm -hmm. truly Avengers Assemble. You know, it was uh, the end of Endgame where all the Avengers show up out of nowhere. You know, all these, you know, Bachelor, Bachelor fans just come out of the woodwork to you know, put their weight behind the special and shared on their stories and all that. It was so sweet. And I truly think one of the things like all of these people listening to you, it's, it's a different relationship that you have when you like just see people on social media or you Mm -hmm. like watch them on TV, but having them like a podcast, I feel like is so intimate because you're literally in their head, like in their earphones, taking up the, it's such a different relationship and it makes you feel like you're genuinely friends with them so I think everybody here was watching your special being like I know that guy 
Absolutely. You know what I mean? It's different a- than a celebrity. Totally. I totally. It, it, and they do know me. Like, uh, you know, we mm-hmm. talk in an honest and adult way here. Like, our conversations about The Bachelor aren't surface level. We try to get into the weeds and we try to talk <laughs> about it in a, like a relatable way. So, like, they know us, you know? So, it was just really, I mean, to be in the top 10, I can't thank everyone enough. Like, and if you haven't watched it, you know, maybe this is your encouragement to go watch it. And, like, also, the greatest compliment I've had, and this is, I get a lot of this from, bachelor listeners and people who watch my live stream is like you got my boyfriend into the bachelor like you made mm. it edible for them and i've gotten so many messages being like my mom dad boyfriend husband all the people in my life that don't know you they're in they loved it so it, you know this is encouragement as well as a thank you but like share it with you know anyone in your life it's really for them and I, there is a bit about the bachelor that is you know, that I did across the country. Like, I know, like, some people come to my show and, like, it's always the boyfriend. It's like, what is he going to do? Talk about The Bachelor for an hour? And it's like, no, I do a little piece, you know, for people that know me. Yeah. And also, but, like, I made it wide. It's about anyone. It doesn't, you don't have to, like, be a Bachelor fan to enjoy The Bachelor bit. And, like, that's by design. Like, I want to be broad. I want, you know, I am a guy you're dating. Like, you know, the idea that I'm, you know, just some dude who only who only talks about, you know, Bravo and Bachelor. Like, sometimes people assume <laughs> that. I, I, I don't know. So um, I just want to, this is a thank you. And I'm going on and to kind of bring us into today's episode. Yeah. Today, you know, I know Charity is going on with Dotton on to Good Morning America. I'll be going on Good Morning America the third hour tomorrow. So Yay, you can see yeah. your boy J-Train on, uh, on network t- TV. That's right. I'll be on Good Morning America Huge. Uh, tomorrow on the third hour if you want to you know, check in. It's like a, a whole interview. So it's re- and, and again, that is thanks to the listeners here. I, it, is, it has everything to do with the support I receive from everyone listening now. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And on that note, we have other news. We have a date yes. for Bachelor in Paradise and the Golden Bachelor. It's going to be Thursday. Yeah. September 29th. I don't know. What do we think about it? So we, give me the schedule. What, what is it? It's Thursday so night? So what it's going to be, it's going to be Thursdays. And the Golden Bachelor is coming on at 8. So the Golden mm-hmm. Bachelor will be from 8 to 9. And then Paradise will be from 9 to 11. <sighs> Which oh is my like. God. I'm sorry. It's I, different. You know, if it's a Monday, fine. Right. A Monday, like nobody's going out on Mondays, but like Thursdays, like that's when people go to happy hour or like go right. on dates, etc. Like Thursdays are a big night. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, you can, uh, you, I guess the listeners can sense our disappointment with a Thursday. As two people who are out there and trying to date and 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 you know like again like i guess what they're maybe doing is like golden bachelor for an older crowd it's husbands and wives they're going to be on the couch it's it's um i i don't know what the plan is here other than they're trying to get away from football you know they oh. you know i get you know you is have that monday what it night is? i guess abc owns you know uh espn which has monday night football i don't know it and it could be that. I just don't know why you don't do it on a Tuesday. I don't know why you don't split these up. I don't know why you don't spread it out. Like, why not make the Golden Bachelor lead into Bachelor in Paradise? I don't know. There, I guess there's a momentum thing that they're trying to keep up. I, none of it makes sense to me. 
I'm with you. I, I a Thursday. I don't want to like snuggle up to the Bachelor at all. No. I want. I want like you know. I don't know. I I I, I have to and. Again, from a business standpoint, like you and I, we got to figure out how to like fashion our lives, you know, yeah, <laughs> like not, I was to, like, okay, not well, to make this about us. <laughs> but no, it's a it's a real thing because then we have to consume all of this. But then we also have to record um, three you know, hours. About- I hate the three hour episodes. Last night could have been a two hour episode. It didn't need to be three. Three it's- was insane last night. Right. It, it's so- <laughs> It almost, you know, three last night was like, I was like, did they, did they bring Aaron back to get to three? That was like my thought. And I'm like, oh. and I'm not a bachelor conspiracy guy. I don't like bringing up the producers because I do understand this is a show. We live in the Petri dish. Mm-hmm. But it was just like, I saw, when he said three hours in the beginning, I like shrugged, you know, like I was Me just too. Like, <laughs> 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 let's get to the episode because we're already in it let's get let's get into it all right so we did it we made it to the end of the season charity is engaged to the man of our dreams and joey got a haircut um oh and he's the next bachelor what do you think about joey news. being the next bachelor did you expect them to announce the bachelor last night i kind of didn't no i don't know why but i what i was not expecting it i think because I didn't even have somebody in my head that could have been the next Bachelor. I wasn't even right. thinking about it, nor there was anybody that was sticking out from this past season, really, because Joey's great, but I, I didn't. I thought he was kind of boring. Right. The, I, I, I mean, I'm with you. The, Joey is not an exciting... I mean, he's exciting from a romance novel reader's perspective. Like yeah. if you wrote him in a romance novel where, you know, single woman moves to Hawaii on her live, laugh, love vacation, meets the tennis pro. He's this dashing, good looking, you know, curly hair from Philly, moved out there, you know, once was a tennis guy, hurt his knee. Now he's out on the island and you know, really just a soft-spoken, nice guy who just wants to find love. And then I, I get it from that perspective. Like, I... I, sure. I, 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 uh, but from a personality, like, jumping off the screen, n- like, when you meet him, you go, I, I don't take him or leave him. You know, I don't... I'm not, I'm not, like, worried about his plight for love. Like, I... And the no. minute they... The minute he got... The minute they were, like, we're announcing tonight, and I was like... Oh, okay. So Joey gets dumped and they scooped him up. Let's, you know, take this and run, I guess, was kind of my thinking. The second I saw him after they left, after, or well, uh, uh, during Joey's uh, goodbye, Mm. which I can't wait to talk about that. um, You see him in the little box on the side of the screen. And that was like the first look that we got of him. And immediately saw the bronzer, saw the haircut, yep. saw the black suit, and I go, hired a trainer. Yeah, this guy's oh, been yeah. training. Saw he knows how to train. <laughs> yeah, the jawline, the neck, the neck was a good inch wider. Wider, yeah, he, more cut. I mean, he looked. He was cut. He up. had the glow up that yeah. uh, that we talk about. Absolutely, it was um, him in the van leaving. It looked like. Someone leaving the Survivor Island and then them Stop. showing them during the reunion after Survivor. Like that's that was how stark a difference because 
we have in the past heard about like how haircuts don't really work into this whole thing. Like, like remember mm-hmm. when they had Vinny the barber or whatever, and he, it was like, yeah, he, and he was and giving were, everybody haircuts. Yeah, and people were like, thank God he was there. Like we could get a haircut. Like, and then you go, oh, I guess they may not have a haircut on on site. You know, like you don't even think of that. So this whole thing, I mean, when you saw him, it was, um, I mean, it it makes sense it also makes sense based on how they've cast the past couple seasons with mm-hmm. zach and charity and now joey it's not a lot of it's not a lot of pizzazz it's a lot of right down safe. the middle safe i want to find love i am here to commit i will give people what they want yeah and then listen Everyone, I got to say, like, he got a good response. The pop was huge. People were excited. They got kind of what they wanted, I guess. Like, people are getting that. I got sent a DM today. People are getting that DM. I'm I'm getting, people are getting the text. Like, you should go on. I told you, Joey's perfect for you. Oh, yeah. Everybody's happy. Yeah. So, I mean, we're going to be, we're going to be critical. But, you know, again, it's, it's a, it's a third lead that doesn't tickle my anus i know <laughs> right <laughs> me agreeing i'm like right. mine either uh, totally no <laughs> anus no anus tickle here on the bachelor podcast it's uh, i i mean like again he looks very good i was my mind immediately changed because at the beginning i'm like oh man are they gonna announce it who's gonna be the bachelor because when he said that i was like is it gonna be joey no right and i and then i saw him and i was like oh you know what? Joey looks really good. I don't I still it, think he has a like wet blanket kind of personality. I don't know if he's going to be able to hold a room of 30 women and give a show, but here we are. Well, he also is the best bachelor public speaker I've ever seen on the show. He says that he like I mean, it's like he was trained by a tribunal of women on how to sound like the perfect man cuz like him during the show over the course of his breakup, like you even watched mm-hmm. it, like you know he he uh, always praising charity, never, and and also being upset and all that stuff. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights out on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honey Love, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honey Love, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they're the only shapewear that won't ever roll down no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. And for a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with this exclusive link honeylove.com slash bachelor support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash bachelor when talking about shapewear honey loves best-selling superpower short is the go-to it is targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression it is amazing i've been wearing it for years now it fits me so well and i'm not kidding you when they say it doesn't roll down it does not roll down and it hugs you in all the right places their signature x targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves this piece is also a booty lifter boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom 
in amazing shape. So treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com slash bachelor. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash bachelor. And after you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them that we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honey Love. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have a question about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get Get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I mean, let's get to the, uh, what did you call this episode? I called it the it couple. I just, I love Charity and Dot. And that was one of my favorite proposals I've ever seen. Like the most, like it was, that was. When Dotton, when he like, uh, when she said, I love you back and said, like, I want this forever before he got on one knee, he literally looked up and just like let out like a sigh of relief. And it was so sweet. Mm-hmm. I, I love them. Totally agree. I call. So I had a listener of this podcast over Twitter. They had a really funny one. They, they called it tie goes to the tallest. And <laughs> I think that's a great one that's um, a great because. One. They, I mean, no one's taller than Dotton. Um, and then I had Charity's bat mitzvah um, because it felt like Charity grew up on this episode. Like yeah. it became a woman. Like no, there hasn't been a lot of criticism of Charity. I think we have talked about it a little bit more than maybe most have. Uh, you know, we should take a little ownership of like mm-hmm. she she i didn't think immature until now like this episode shows kind of like the the you know she needed her mom to make the decision for her i mean this and, is what we had talked about like right. you were you were even saying you were like charity is bad at making decisions she's she's unable to figure out like send these people home or whether she should keep them or not, et cetera. And then her mom said that I, I literally thought of you the second her mom was like, you need to do this. Right. The mom was um, unbelievable. We'll get to it. But I just, you know, I just thought she became, I call the charities bat mitzvah because she became a woman last she night. She did like, become a woman. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she, because, you know, and again, like no one criticizes the bachelorette generally. It's, it's very rare. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, maybe Claire, she got a lot of criticism, but like, you know, she's our queen. She's amazing. But like, I think we all watched like a version of a very specific problem that a lot of people have of this. Like, I have to turn people down and I have to make decisions for myself. I have to have taste. I have to know when someone's not right for me and move on. Mm-hmm. And these are all difficult things. But charity last night to go with Dotton, which, again, I agree with you. That proposal was fantastic. You go. The, you did. You made your own decision. You, you. This is your life, Charity, which was great to watch. Um, we start the yeah. episode with Aaron. Now, Aaron comes back. Um, what did you think of the Aaron? Th- like, even this, to me, was immature. Aaron showing up yes. and then dealing with Aaron in whatever way she was dealing with him. It, the whole thing was, like, childlike. What did you think? I 
Uh, first of all, I don't believe anything Aaron says. The entire conversation that they had and she was like talking about their connection and how far that they had come and how strong it was. I'm like, I've never seen that. Not once have I seen those two have real moments. It's only been Aaron tattletailing on someone or him. Like, I've never seen like a genuine connection between the two of them right. and her keeping him. I think she just felt bad that he came all the way out there. Right. Well, you play to charity's biggest weakness. Her biggest weakness being, yes. if you like me, I like you. And then and then you have Aaron, who I agree with you. Like, I trust him way less than I trust Charity. I trust Charity and her issue of, if you like me, I like you. I don't trust yeah. Aaron. Everything felt performative. It felt... And yes. Like, I do now judge him more based on being friends with Aaron Clancy from Bachelor in Paradise. I, I, me Knowing too. they're friends, I'm like, he's playing it. And then... They bring him back on, um, and then he probably got back to San Diego. And Aaron Clancy's like, "Get your ass to Fiji. Get get back there. I need you <laughs> if you want to get to paradise." And yeah, like it's crazy. And it's like, and then Charity like is like they have like a friend date. They don't even have like a romantic date. It just felt like two friends. And then he's at the rose ceremony, and you're like, like, and also I was mad at Charity because. Charity, you you know, everyone was like, you should have, you know, Xavier should have told Charity. The, the response to Xavier, I guess the only thing that I could agree with was like, maybe he should have told Charity earlier that he's cheated in a past relationship. Yeah. But shouldn't we say the same about Charity? Shouldn't she go warn the other two? Hey, I just want to let you know, like, you, someone yeah. else is going to show up here. Like, I'm not saying that, like, I don't think she's evil for not doing it, but like, let's let's all just like agree this wasn't like, the mo like, I don't think if a bachelor brought a different woman back, didn't warn the other two after having had sex or been with, I'm not, you know, said, we don't know, but it spent a night with two other people and then not told them, there would be some feelings hurt. Yeah, you know, there because at that point, they think it's only three guys in the mix. And now apparently it's four because she sent Xavier home and then brought right. another guy in. It's like, yeah. And then she had decided to address it after she sent. Aaron home. She goes, I just wanted to address you guys now. Now. He's already, he's already been right. here. Joey already has his rose. Dotton is sitting there like, what the fuck? Right. And and again, like, I'm not trying. You, you can't compare the Bachelor to the Bachelorette in this nature. We all take things a little bit differently. But like it, the I, you know, I'm more mad at the audience. Like, you know, with shit like this, like I look at the audience. <laughs> I'm like, you, you, you reverse the genders. The audience is outside you know screaming outside of the person's house like you you're trying to cancel them and it's like in this scenario no one seemed to bat an eye everyone was like okay with it and it's like no what she did was mm -hmm. kind of shitty like and and again Aaron is being kind of shitty too by like you know coming back and not realizing this you know the severity of coming back and how much that like can weigh on someone else you know but it's it all didn't work for me he he didn't just come back during a random group date he came back the day before a proposal <laughs> like right so he expected to come back and be like this is it and her to cha completely change her mind right and then they, she dumps him and then they come back to the studio and they go here's aaron b and he's all smiles and then you go you're going to paradise and he does the money hand thing 
He does the thing where you take your thumb and your fingers and you you go money and you go, yeah, that's not really the the move of a guy who was here for the right reasons. Like he's like he he basically no. did the uh, uh, the acquired the bag symbol. <laughs> you know, like it's like yes. It, it, yes. it really did look like a guy who just like won at the World Series of Poker. You know, like it didn't look like someone who was bent out of shady. shape about missing out on a proposal. It was all yeah, it was a little shady's the word. Because, like, so, what if she did keep him and got down to the end of the last two and he has to... <laughs> is he proposing? Right. It, he it, would, it's, there's no way he would have. It's crazy. If he doesn't say, I want to marry you on that beach when he first comes up, then she should have sent him home right there. Like, that's not... And he does, I guess, I don't know. I mean, there he was said, other things... I can see I, he was the mother of my children. I. It's all performative. It, it, and, and again... He only looks more he only looks more ridiculous because of how Doughton and Charity look so real. You know, like I, know. I think that's like a, you know, maybe against the backdrop of 30 other men Aaron seems like okay, but against Doughton and her, you go, I don't know where we're going here. It doesn't but feel look, right. Let's go over a few of the things that happen in studio before we get to kind of like the, mm-hmm. the meet the parents and the other stuff. Golden Bachelor promo. What did you think of it? I mean, I think these his daughters and granddaughters are going to play a massive uh, role in this uh, in the show. I think they're going to be like they're almost not hosts, but side characters, you know. Right. It seems like they offer credibility in some weird way. I don't know if I need them, but maybe he needs them. Like, it seems as though they were like a major reason. Like, they kind of shepherded him. Is that the right word? Shepherded? Shepherded, like, guide. Yeah, shepherded. I think that's a good way. Yeah, him into the show. It feels like they are the re Like, if, if, if the story Jerry tells is true... He must have been really depressed and out of shape. Been out of shape about the passing of his wife, which, again, uh, you know, I I don't blame him for. But I'm saying, like, it must yeah. have been in such a way that they all four of these women were like, "We got to get you back out there." Like, we got it, that's yeah. kind of the the tale they're spinning together, right? <laughs> and it is funny though. They, I don't know why they changed the camera look for any time Jerry's or Gary's on. They they put him under like a sepia tone. It's like it's almost as if he's in a cloud. Like, didn't it look like they had like rays of sunshine coming through the window? Like, why does it always look like his 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 former wife is shining in through the window? You know, Stop. doesn't it like have? <laughs> doesn't it look ghostly? It's like very he, weird the way they shoot him. It's ghostly, but it's also like giving that golden. Kind of like age right. tone. He has like the Kardashian filter or like the Selling Sunset filter. If you it's watch, it's very shows, bizarre to they're me. Like airbrushed. Yeah. There's it no like. There, there's like this weird filter over top of them, and it feels like that. But I'm dying over the. <laughs> <laughs> so then the bachelor people, the bachelor people in the audience. Now let's go over who was there. Okay. Um, yeah, we had a lot of people. Gro- gross, a lot of people. Um, I'll just name a few of the highlights. Grocery Joe was there with Serena. Um, Zach Shalcross was in the background of like ninety percent of the shots and didn't get one 
shout out anything <laughs> like it is no. just him and and he's a tall guy so he is just little and he sits very upright so like he literally just looked like a cardboard cutout of him was placed like in the scene in home alone when he when kevin wants to like ward the criminals away the the, the wet bandits yes. away and he puts things in the window it just felt like he was like hopping around the Christmas tree, it's a happy <laughs> holiday. Like it just felt like that Zach just hovering over the whole the whole proceeding. Gabby and Robbie. Yeah. So G- Gabby's new um significant other, Robbie Hoffman, who I know Robbie's a hilarious comic. Robbie has been on my podcast um before, and I know Robbie. You know, from around the comedy scene, it's very cool to see Robbie and Gabby together. I, I know. Mean, I wasn't expecting it in, that. I, I I commented on it. I was I was surprised they didn't make more of a call out about about that, like the Bachelor franchise. Um, you know, because they right. Jesse said at the beginning, we're doing something that's never been done on stage on Bachelor before, and I was thinking maybe they're, you know introducing them as a couple or something i don't know like i thought they would give them more of a shout out but then you kind of have to remember the demo (laughs) robbie you know rob robbie's in the la scene like robbie knows how it all works uh, like robbie sold i think a sitcom or or a tv show i'm not sure maybe to hbo about about their life and all that so you know robbie like robbie's life no, oh. no, 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 no. But it, it's uh, Rob, Robbie's from Canada and has this amazing story that um, is just an amazing story. So, and I know it's going to be a TV show of some sort. So Robbie knows how to play the game as much as any of these mm-hmm. Bachelor contestants do. So I wasn't actually surprised to see them there as a couple, which I thought was awesome. And then Braden is there dressed as boho chic man in the yellow hat, like. Curious George's friend, Braden cornrows. Braden gonna braid in his hair, and that's why he. I think that's why he wore the hat because he probably <laughs> got so much shit for having cornrows in his hair. So he's like, "Whoop, let me hide these." I mean, Braden gonna braiden. Braden is braidening all over social media and TV. Like, it it is funny that you go, you either like own the joke and go with it, which I thought Braden was gonna do, or you just like become it and it may be what's next from Braden? no one knows <laughs> honestly i can't he, wait to see him on paradise he's at a fork in the road of either getting the joke about him or becoming the joke about him i really do I believe know. that at 25 or whatever age he is you either become the cartoon or you are aware of it and make fun of it and are self-deprecating uh, some would say becoming the cartoon gets you more success. So, you know, and if you're in L.A., if you're in, the, you know, Hollyweird, you know, I hope the best for Braden because I've only had good interactions with him. So I same. I, the, he was so nice. I, but the cornrows yeah, are the, tough. The <laughs> cornrows are tough. I, I mean, that's a that to me. I'm like, I, I, I want to be at that fork in the road going, Braden, get back here. The yeah, cornrows back. get back. <laughs> like you're going the wrong way. <laughs> When I saw the cornrows, I was like, ah, uh-oh. that weird. Yeah. The last celebrity Bachelor Nation appearance that I would just want to acknowledge is Pilot P. 
Pete's mom and dad. What did you think when you saw them there? I literally was like, I got so many DMs. And mm. this was uh, during the East Coast airing of it. So I hadn't seen yet. And they're like, mm. what is Barb doing there? I was like, what are you talking about? Like, it was so far. It's so far right. removed Who's Barb? from my mind. Yeah. Right. What do you mean, Barb? Pete's mom? No idea Wild. why they're there. Wild. And then people I mean, were like, oh, my God. Are they going to announce Pilot Pete as The Bachelor again? <laughs> which I I just saw her and I was immediately like, man, they this is a ratings thing. This is I, I it has to be like I, I and they showed Barb whenever they could. Like it was oh. the Barb mm. cam was running. It felt like she got paid to be it there. did. I mean, it absolutely did. So. The last thing in the crowd was that there was this whole side a- side arc of the three-hour event that they're going to announce The Bachelor and someone in the crowd is actually going to be a contestant on the show. What did you think of this whole thing and the way they did it? I think it was corny. I, yes. I, I think it was so corny because... It was clearly planned out. It was like I knew from the second. What was her name? Lay, Leia, Leia or Leah. I'm not positive. The second she had, because she was the first one to speak, I was like, "Oh, this is the girl." Like it. It seemed so like Jesse going up to the second girl and was like, "You know, it could be somebody in this audience. Uh, It could be you. Do you want to stand up?" Like. He pointed at me and I was actually some random person. I'd be like, uh, no, not going to be me. It just felt it felt too planned out. It was so annoying that they take a good idea and fuck it up. They fucked it up. They could have had they could have had a jury like bullpen set up with 10 women who actually applied to be on the show. They could have done something where we all texted and and voted on who yes, got to go on the we show. Voted. We you you have ten resumes. You have the money, so you have the people. You have the money to fly out ten people who applied and want to be on the show. You have them in a section of the audience, and we get to see them all together. We don't need mm-hmm. to be treated like children. This could have been fun. They could have put a golden ticket under one of the chairs and been like, we put randomly these women in the chairs. One of their uh, seats has a ticket. You could have seen them rise up, hold up the ticket. Then they could have done the interview and been like, just give us like, what? who are you? You know what I mean? They and I And that would have been fun, awkward, like weird. We could have seen the other people there. I. This is a reality show. This is fun. I don't care if someone's like, well, that's mean. You're going to fly him out to do nothing. Free trip to L.A.? You can say fucking no. You're an adult. You're going to be on TV. Right. Like, you're you're going to have the attention. Right. And it just, it was so annoying. Do it fucking. And then, so Leah or Leia gets announced as the contestant who's won, or who's going to be on the show. Her, by the way, her, um, I'll get to it later, but her speech, I mean, like, did her no favors for me. I, so, I know. Um, so she gets this envelope and, you know, Jesse's like, this envelope is a new part of the mm-hmm. show and you don't get to open it until you're on, in the mansion. 
I hope to God. I have been talking about this for I want to know what you think. Yeah, I can't wait. I've wanted an immunity idol to exist hidden in the house since this show. I've always wanted them to like hide immunity idol. And once you get knocked off, how great would it be if they're like, I'm sorry, I'm Leah, you're going home. And it's like, I'm back, bitch. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think I, that's a great idea. Women looking for immunity idols, they just want to stay on the show to get their extra time. And then they would yeah. be there for an extra week knowing it's not them. And they can either I, try and get redemption a la Aaron B or they can, you know, talk some shit and get some camera time. I think that's a great idea. I my, yeah. One of my other predictions, because I thought that was one uh, going to be mm. what it was as well. Another one I thought could be just um, something basic like time or maybe you get to, if somebody mm. gets a one-on-one date, you can be like, I want to use this. I want to get that one-on-one date Ooh, or like you a- get to take something away or like it's just sort of like an right. immunity idol, but you get to steal somebody, him for a second, or you have like a chance to steal somebody's one-on-one date or right. whatever. Nobody gets to wear makeup except you on the date. <laughs> Right, and then it'd be to you think about it. when you're going to use it because <laughs> right. if you get sent home before, like if you're trying to save it until like you get to Fiji and you want the right. cool one-on-one date or you wait till you get to Europe, but what if you already get sent home? Right. So you have I, to like I, really think about when you use it. I love that idea. I think it's great. Little switcheroo. It could be, that's a great, I, I think you're right. That'd be amazing. Like just the idea of, and also creates drama, which is what we all want. Like yeah. she, she stole my fucking one-on-one. Can you imagine the anger of someone? The the way the house would explode. Right. I mean, it's so great. then you have to think about, do I want to put myself in this position <laughs> in the house? Right. Like, I, I will I it. be I murdered it. in my sleep? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but you can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. So free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. And for just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value of $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up using the code Bachelor20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code Bachelor20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with the code Bachelor20. Newly subscription clothing rental change your clothes. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. 
ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. Okay, so let's go on to the meeting the Lawsons. Um, what did you think? The mom, dad, and sister look amazing. They're they, uh, big fans of the Lawson family. What did you think? Okay. Well, I want to know where the brother was. <laughs> Where's Nehemiah? Right. Guy, he didn't want a free trip to Fiji. What's going we on? We bring him on. We see him in the. We see him at. Uh, during was it the end of end of Zach's season? I can't remember. I think it was the end of Zach's mm-hmm. season when, when he goes to hometowns with her. We see him there, make a big deal out of him. We mm-hmm. bring him to the beginning of the uh, actual season, make him like meet all these guys and first impressions, and then you're not going to bring him to the end. Yeah, it is weird. It's weird. At least dress him up as one of the. You know the waiters at at the resort, and let's re up the the costume again. Let's see if they like that'd be a good way to like see if the guys remember him. Like, oh, do you really care? You know. Uh huh. Or or she could have <laughs> she could have brought him in um to the family and be like, I want to you to I want to introduce you to <laughs> and to had my, him in costume and introducing the family. Yeah, yeah. and uh, be great. Wow. Um, yeah, that so, was, was weird. What did you think of it? What did you think of them? It, I, I thought they were great. I mean, like, I listen, um, I thought, so basically if we separate the two, Joey comes in and Joey kind of shows you why people love him so much. He has this charm and this way about him. He says everything the right way. He brings yeah. up an inter- interracial relationship in a way that was like, Actually, like he, he even said it's an uncomfortable conversation, but like the sister loved that he brought it up. Like even the way he brought it up, I was like, are you like, do you teach classes in this? He's like, good with the family. Like I, I saw that and I was like, oh, he nailed. Like, I mean, even with at the end of uh, him talking to Charity's mom, he goes, we're going to hug now. And she's like, are we? And but, I was like, oh, my God, he's like flirting with her. And that's I think that's what you have to do when you when guys meet. You're the parents. You got to flirt with the mom. Well, you also have, you know, to go back to he's a tennis pro. Mm. These guys, you're always selling. You're dealing also with women a lot of times and dealing with older people who are taking a lesson and you want them to, like, enjoy the lesson. You, you, You know, he is a professional at interpersonal type of stuff like he he was you watch him and then. On the other side of it, you have Dotton come in. Dotton's, I, I mean, against the backdrop of Joey. Yeah. Joey has tough. this fantastic thing. Dotton comes in, who you and I both are sitting here being like, Dotton and Charity seem to have a thing. Like, we, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, we both agree on that. So when I watched him walk in and he's like, he sounded, he was rushing, he was talking like he was doing a PowerPoint about why they should be together. Like I know. he was like a different person than I had ever seen on this show. Didn't he did think? not nail it. He did not. No. The, the he bombed. meeting the pair, he bombed. And I was really like, 
and b- being after Joey, just like you said, mm-hmm. that he was set up for <laughs> for failure right. in that. If he had gone first, maybe it would have been a different thing. And they were like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. these guys are just nervous. But Joey going first and and like slaying that like he right. did. Dotton really had no had no chance. I mean, and you heard it from her mom and her sister. And right. Charity's like, wait, what? But he, I mean, he barely could speak. He didn't even want to talk. It was like a triathlon, and you. I think you start the triathlon. What do you 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 bike, then you swim, and then you run? <laughs> don't ask it, me whatever, this question. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'm. I, this is a very. <laughs> I'm like. I'm taking well. a chance here on a metaphor, but it was. Um, <laughs> it was some. Um, it was as if Dotton is this like championship biker and swimmer, and then he's an okay runner, and they are a yeah. bad runner, and like Joey is like an okay swimmer and and biker but like is an amazing runner because joey then catches up in a way like i actually when because then this conversation happens with charity and her mom and what did you think like i when they said you don't have a glow like you do with dotton and it's like it was interesting to me because it's like Charity asks for their opinion, they give it, and then she's mad at them for giving their opinion. And you're like, and Charity, it felt like Charity came in being like, they're going to tell me what I already know, and now I'll be able to like love my decision. And they didn't. Mm -hmm. I think that's, and I think her mom was saying like, you have to trust your gut, you have to trust your gut. And she's like, I don't have a gut right now, blah, blah, blah. I don't know, like what to do and I think when she had that reaction to her mom and her sister Mm. being like I like Joey better essentially they didn't actually say that but you know alluding to it yeah I think that was her gut like speaking right then and there her being so upset and being so like wait you don't like dot like why don't you like him right that is your answer that you clearly wanted them to pick Dotton so here we are and and that's the mature way to think of it. And I wasn't sure if Charity had it within her. Like I didn't. Mm-hmm. And that's hard to do. It's hard to yeah. go, oh, there's my answer. I'm so upset that you didn't like Dotton that I love Dotton. You know, mm-hmm. and you're right. You you couldn't be more right. And I was watching this and she looked kind of, she looked even more immature than she did with Aaron. When she was like I know. dealing with her mom and sister, you're like, you, you could even see when the sister was like, I don't see your glow with uh, with Dotton. You could see like the sister, like her face changes. Like, oh, I was too honest with her. Like you could see, yeah. like she mm-hmm. was like, ah, oh, I shouldn't have said that one. And there is redemption from this. They'll, they're, I'm sure they're all gonna love Dotton. It's gonna work out. But it's like the way it went down. It, you know, Charity looked even younger to me. She looked like um, on Willy Wonka, the girl crying to her dad, like Veruca Salt. Veruca Salt. It was Veruca Salt ish. You know, yeah. like of of like, but but mommy, tell me what to do. And you're like, I and yeah. I loved her mom for not doing it. I loved Same. her mom for not doing it. It was awesome because her mom was completely right. Her mom completely. was like, I'm not going to take that responsibility and be like, I like Joey better. I like Dotton better. And then it not work out. And then right. she was like, well, you said you liked him. It's like, no, I, I'm not. This is a you thing. Like, I can tell you my opinion on how you guys look together and this and that, but I'm not telling you who to choose. Right. And I think she stood her ground. Her dad was even like, 
<laughs> dad dad didn't say no much. opinion. No, the, the, it was the it was the most girl dad moment where he was just like literally a side character in this whole thing. Like it, there was nothing more girl dad than like I'm just here, you know. My dad is like that. He has two daughters and my mom, so it's like he's just I'm just gonna sit quiet and you guys make the decisions. Right. Let me let me know let me know when you guys are done fighting. I'll be here to hug. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. um, so then we had the proposals and um, I mean, Joey gets out of the van first. Not a good sign. He gets out there and and, you know, I got a message. I don't know if you noticed this. I did not. I got a DM from a, a listener that they said they knew it was Dotton the minute Charity was in platform heels. Because of the did height. Did she change shoes? I don't know. No, no, no. I, I think like at the first, like she was in platforms like oh, oh, for oh, the in proposals general. in general. I would have never noticed that. But like someone said they were like, I knew it was Dot in the minute I saw her heels. And I was like, <laughs> oh, that's a funny thing to look at. <laughs> it's a good takeaway. It's a good takeaway. I need to know what you think about the whole let me, um, what do you call it? Like, they must be. He, he gives this speech. She lets him give right. this speech and he starts to get down on one knee and she like yanks right. him back up. Do we have to do that? Uh, what do you think I'm, about that? I feel like I have fuck. to assume I have to assume the producers tell them to do that. You can't like and, if it, and I have to assume there's some sort of like thing that happens when you're on the bachelor where you're in this little bubble that like the producers like can very easily easily manipulate you and they can say and you don't really feel you have a right to say no to something i could totally understand that and i think that's why this happens like if i would like to think if it were me i'd be like hey i'm gonna go to their place and you can bring the cameras here but i'm gonna end it before they come out to in the car even I that would be my preference I know I don't know it, if I would have the strength after being on this show for months at a time where producers are leading you along and you're trusting them and I understand how they get to the again it's not it, when you see it you're like I can't believe this is happening but mm-hmm. I'm trying to empathize with charity like you're in this bubble like I I mean it's I like that we get to watch it because it's messy, but like yeah, I can't me too, believe but it. Yeah, it's really it was really like sad, and I and just like you said, this episode as I think the first time I saw Joey, and I was like, oh okay, he does resonate really it. well. Yeah, like he he gets it, and with the parents, and then man, how he in the car, he was beat up. In I that mean, car. even at at the altar, he was like, I mean, cl- he was class all the way. Like, you know. Wow. He goes, uh, he heard her say, but. She goes, but. She goes, I, you-, you know, care about you, but. And then he just nodded. You saw. He goes, God. Yep. Don't need. Uh, say less. Say less. Heard right. It. And, and <laughs> I, it's cool. I'm going to be okay. I'm upset. I'm going to have, you know, like, I, I. It, again, this never happens on The Bachelor. Like, like it's like no, no. It is, and again, it's very different societally, you know, socially, all that stuff. Like 
for I understand why it's different, but it is like he was, you know, you go, that's how you take it. You go, I'm upset. Mm-hmm. I understand it. All's fair in love and war. I'm going to get in this car. I'm going to eat it. And he did. And, and now he's the bachelor. So, and you know. when they showed him watching that scene, when they brought it up, uh, and after they like cut and they brought, they go back to Joey. And after the final rose, Jesse's like, now we have Joey here. His eyes were like bloodshot with tears in them. I was like, yo, this guy is working us. I was like, right. either he genuinely feels like this or he is working us and we are falling for it. We are taking it. I think it's genuine. I mean, that's I again do too, why and he's that's, the, that's why he's the bachelor. That's the thing. They've gone in this direction. There's no more Nick Vial. There's no more guy oh who's God. faking it to get, you know, a Hollywood podcast. I, you know, so it's uh so then we get to Dotton's proposal and just like you said before, like it's it these are two people that you're like I see it. Like mm-hmm. it's it's been different. It's been the whole season them together has really felt like you were watching two people be genuine and you know when she said I you know I love you and he realized it was going to be him the way he looked to the sky you're like oh it all it, this all feels great that sigh of relief was so real and i think mm-hmm. he has been holding that in because every time we see Dotton and you know, you're in an uncomfortable position where you have like, you're on the fantasy suites and you see the other guys there. He's never wavered. He's always been like, you know what? This is how I feel about charity. I'm secure in our relationship. Yes, obviously he's nervous and has feelings here and there, but I think he's been so just laser focused on that. And then when she finally, when he finally found out that it was going to be him, he could just like let it go. Well, that, that was the thing. Both him and Joey but Dotton especially, respectful of the process, respectful of, like, this show and what's going on here. Like, mm-hmm. they never got mad about Aaron. They never got, you know, into it with each other. They were like, you know, it was always about them. They were always personal. They were always like, I'll be crushed. You know, and like, like that rooting was just, each other on. Right. And Like, the, when Aaron the, came back, Joey was like, hey, man, I think, I think he's leaving. I think you're good. Right. <laughs> it's like... And then when Joey said, here's the one thing that you don't see a lot. Hmm. Joey's saying, I watched the, them on the show and I understand it. Like, he did say that. So it's like, yeah. it, you know, when you watch the show back, he's like, oh, there was another thing going on here that I wasn't, you know, uh, now I got a front row seat. Like, you rarely hear the person who get dumped go, Oh, well, I watched their story and it just made more sense than our story. Yeah. I want to know. I want to know how Dotton felt watching that back, like how Dotton felt watching it and like seeing how torn up she was, like (laughs) how long before he proposed like that's I mean, she had to obviously go into full. I was thinking like we need the hair and makeup team stat. I was crying like that. I would need minimum 24 hours. My face would just be a. A, a sausage <laughs> my face puffs up the second i start crying like there's no the, recovering the guy gets out of the limo what happened are you okay you know like you don't know like yeah it must be hours apart you're right it has like there's no what like i would need so much time between the two hey. 
The Hargan women seemed to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God, this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, wherever you get your podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So let's do some categories. You ready? Yeah. Now it's time for us to discuss the red flag of the week brought to you by Apothic Wine. Walking down the red aisle without a plan can be daunting, but choosing the right wine to pair you with your bachelorette viewing party doesn't have to be. Apothic Red's delicious flavor and smooth finish ranks at America's number one red blend. Apothic Red is the perfect wine for your next bachelor night because bringing it to the party shows everyone that you're there for the right reasons. But we can't say the same about all of our contestants after this week's Bachelorette episode. So, Jared, let's talk about our biggest red flags of the week. The biggest red flags for me were the women from the Dome of the Undateables who they had talk about why they should be on the bat when he went <laughs> when he met with Le- leah and the other woman about like give us your resume for why you should be on the bachelor the reasons they gave were absolutely crazy like for leah to go there's a small and, and this is things people say and people agree with but it's not true the idea yeah. that you say it's a small pool of people in hawaii okay it's smaller than new york city but you're opting into a show where there's a pool of one. So I, 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 so like your premise, your premise falls flat right away. So, and then the other woman is like, I'm a life coach and you know, I, I'm looking and, and is like, I just hope it's Joey, you know, like, and you're like, I just, they didn't do any favors to anyone else that comes on this show. Like, how about this is going to be a fun ride and maybe I'll make a connection. That can be your reason. It doesn't have to be right. the men in Hawaii are horrible. Like, that doesn't make you look good. And they no. think it does. And it's a total red flag for me. No admission of like, hey, I just haven't found the right one and I'm kind of just looking to go on TV and it'll be fun. And maybe if I meet the one, I meet the one. Like that could have been their answer. Honestly, that's a great point. I didn't even <laughs> think about the fact that she's like, there's no guys there, and now she's getting one, and she's like, this is it. Yeah, this is it. Oh, <laughs> 30 versus one guy who wants to be married versus, you know, millions of guys that I don't know if they want to get married or not. Well, maybe you're, you, maybe you need to, like, be better at, like, this whole dating thing and being picky and all these things and choosing people that, like, are, you know, and holding a standard that means if you want to date me, you got to go out. I don't know. It's a whole thing. I could go on for days. I was the life just, coach sent me because it was um, when I heard her say, well, I'm a life coach. I'm like, so basically you can just leave your job at any time. So right. You're good to go. <laughs> she she goes, I'm a consultant and a life coach. That means you're a life coach. Or no, no, no. When you say you're a consultant, and a life coach, you're a consultant who has a certificate that they did after work. OK, we don't need. <laughs> right like what was your red flag of the week 
My biggest red flag was Aaron coming back and thinking he could propose. <laughs> right, right. Like, that's yeah. the craziest thing. You're coming back a day or two before the proposal and you think you're just going to beat out these two guys who she's been with now for an extended amount of time other than you. And you think you're going to do this? It brings up a fun would you rather. Would you take a 14-hour flight to go on Paradise at a later date? Hmm. That's uh, that's the question. They said, Aaron, do you want to fly to Fiji and that'll get you on paradise? That's I think that's basically the deal that that got made. That's that's what ended up being made. We don't know if it was said, but that was would you feel, sit yeah. coach? Coach, you'd sit coach oh, middle yeah. seat middle seat to Fiji there and back to go on paradise? Man, and he wasn't even there for that long. Like, you take a flight no. that long, you're there. You want to stay for at least a week. There's no such and thing as a what, weekend a trip to Fiji. You know, yeah. Oh, that is. That's brutal. Coach Middlesey gets you on Paradise. Do you do it? Paradise did look fun. <laughs> <laughs> you're doing it. You're doing it. I would do it. That's it for this totally week's would. red flag of the week presented by Apothic Wine. Their red blend is delicious, smooth, and easy to sip so everyone can enjoy a glass during the rose ceremony with notes of dark red fruit, vanilla, and smooth mocha. It's the perfect wine for catching up on your favorite shows like The Bachelorette. Showing up to your watch party without a bottle is the ultimate red flag, so don't let the drama unfold without pouring a glass for yourself and your friends. And you can get $5 off your first Apothic wine order on Drizzly with the code Apothic5. And if you're not into red, no worries. Apothic has a whole portfolio of delicious flavors that riff off classic blends. That's A-P-O-T-H-I-C, five on Drizzly for $5 off your order. So you had a couple good would-you-rathers. Uh, you want to go into them? Sure, yeah. Okay, so my first one was, would you rather ask for your family's opinion uh, on like the person you want to be with and mm -hmm. they give it to you, but the uh, but you guys end up breaking up, like you choose mm -hmm. that person and end up breaking up, or would you rather um, not ask for their opinion and then they're mad that you didn't talk to them about it first? Um, I'd rather not ask for their opinion. Like they're going to get over, if you're in it, and you believe if you're not asking for their opinion, you are positive. You are OK with dealing yeah. with whatever argument comes afterwards. When you ask for their That's opinion, true. you're just not sure. And you're hoping they're going to give you an answer. And that's why what Charity did was so kind of strong and brave and, and commendable. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's a great that's a great. I didn't think of it like that. I didn't think of it as like if you're not asking you're sure with yourself. Huh. You're good. Yeah, you're like, I mean, what what's more sure? Fuck everyone. They'll they'll deal with it. I'm I'm positive. So I'd rather go I'd rather go down sure than go down unsure. How about you? I'm I'm sticking with you. That's a great Okay. Yeah, that's a great way to look at it. Damn. <laughs> um <laughs> All right. What, uh, I have another one. Would would you it. rather sit in back of Braden and his hat 
or mm. next to the girl who thinks she's going on The Bachelor. Because if you think about it, the girl who's going thinks she's going on The Bachelor, you're on camera a lot. Right. And right. she's probably like looking over at you like, it could be me <laughs> the right, whole time. Right. <laughs> or you're in back of Brayden with an obstructed view. I'm next to the girl who might go on because I'm going to go, I think it's you. I think it's you. I got to I got to think it's you like I'm in her ear the whole the whole episode just going no I, I it's got to be you I don't know it's got to be you who else would it be the cameras are the, the cameras are right here look you're killing it you're doing great like I'd be I'd be her biggest her fan and then when it, her hype man and then when it didn't work out if it did work out I'd be like you got to get an agent you got to get a manager it's time to start a podcast I'd be and then if she didn't get it I'd be like this is a podcast you need to start a podcast about this. I almost got on. That's what it's called. Uh, yeah. Almost, the almost, almost famous. Almost famous. There you go. You got a name. Yeah, I would be. <laughs> I want to be next to that person. What do you What do you think? Uh, I think. I think I would do the same as you. I think I would right. be next to her, but mainly because I knew I would get the screen time if I'm next to her. Right. Behind Brayden, and I can't see anything. No, They're flashing no over, but like. Braden's also like doing a lot of gesturing because he thinks he's on camera more than he is, I'm sure. So he's doing mm-hmm. a lot of like like animated stuff in the seat that like it gets even oh, more yeah. annoying. Yeah. I had 12 hour flight to Fiji and coach, but you get the miles. OK, so they're uh-huh. going to fly you to Fiji 12 hours both ways. So 24 hours on a flight. You get the miles, but you're in coach. OK, or 24 hours on the flight first class but you don't get any miles so this is this is such a jared question right you're gonna go you to love, fiji you love a you love yeah. a you love a mile i love a mile <laughs> i love a mile so you're gonna go to fiji either way you have to go to fiji it's either you're going there and back to fiji in coach but you get the miles or you're going there and back to fiji in first class but no miles so you're gonna get that first class fiji flight treatment it's gonna be you know, yeah. fine dining and China and hot food and cold food. I'm going and first class. You're going for you're taking the first class because because any points that I get right aren't going to bump me up to first class even for a flight to fucking San Diego. <laughs> you you make a great point. Uh, that is an economic principle. A dollar today is worth more than a dollar tomorrow. Um, let's take the first class while we get it. Yeah, I I will say this. I the way I would ra- as a points guy, you are a points guy. I am a points guy. I and I'd like to consult the points guy, the actual points guy on Instagram, because I would want to know what this would be worth in real points pointage. But I would be able to rationalize going to Fiji, a place I've never been, getting to be on the beach there, getting the hotel there, all for free. I and. Also getting an opportunity at more in the future. So I would take the points and sit coach. You would take I would do you it. Know. Just I only because the getting to the beach, getting there would be easy, coach. Getting home, a little bit tougher. But getting there, I'd be okay. I'd be having drinks on the flight. I'd be ready. You're I'd excited. be in my bathing suit. Yeah. yeah. I'd be flowered shirt. I'd be ready Not to the go. The bathing suit already. Already on. <laughs> Ready it's to like go. I'm running. And you have your <laughs> swim trunks on at JFK. Like. I, I got the towel over my neck. I got the suntan lotion on my nose. I, I goggles all on my forehead. Yep. I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, 
IG rising star. Joey, I mean, this guy, that glow up, I posted a picture of his like initial bachelorette photo and then the photo of him last night. And it is like, they got him a haircut. He literally, he lost weight. He got a haircut. He got some bronzer. Like things are happening. Yeah. Joey uh, brought it. You could see it the the before and after. I mean, it was literally on the screen and you're like, yeah, this guy, glam squad. Glam squad. Uh, Villain of the week. I had three-hour episode. It's just Fucked. don't do this to us. Don't, don't. We had fun. Let us go. We had fun. Let it go. Let it be. Two-hour episode would have been enough. We didn't need all the stuff. We didn't need the interviews with the maybe contestants. Don't waste our time. I mean, when Je- when uh, what's his name, Jesse. <laughs> When Jesse was like, all right, and we have two more surprises. We have one. We're going to find out who the next person is. Mm. And the second one we've never done before in our, um, on Bachelor stage. And I'm like, there's nine minutes left. Set right. me free. Right, right, right. <laughs> like, what? I couldn't believe the parts I wanted longer of, I didn't even get longer of. You know, like it's. Yes. It was crazy. What are you doing? Why are you cramming two more things in nine minutes? Like, let me go. Right. Um, my villain of the week was Nehemiah not showing up. <laughs> He's been there from the beginning. Where were you? It's so funny you wrote Nehemiah and I saw that and I was like, oh God, what did he do? You know, like I was like, <laughs> 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 I was like what, why isn't he there? I thought there was a whole story behind it, but it's just him not being there. Yeah, finish out. Come on, man. Maybe he has you? a family and he couldn't bring them all to, like he might have kids. I don't know. I think and he's he was single. Like, and he's not going to feed? Get out of here, Nehemiah. He should have right? been there. Yeah. It's Paradise Picks. Do you have one? I mean, I feel like we saw a lot of people on there. I think right. what I was thinking before we got to, like, before the show started, um, I was like, you know what? Just send Joey to Paradise. He'd be a great person right. to just, like, pop up later, have that character arc. And... Then I was like, nah, I don't. And, and we saw the paradise. We saw the paradise trailer. Like we right. saw all the people who were going to be on it. And I, I think just, this is going to be a good season. I hope they surprise us. I hope someone shows up on that beach that we're like, wow, how did they get that person? I, I will say when Joey got chosen as the bachelor and I was like, ah, right, whatever. Tyler Cameron's price just keeps going up. This guy's going to be the first million dollar bachelor. Like we're going to, you know, like they, you know, that they have like the first like hundred oh, million yeah. dollar baseball player. He's going to be the first one to sign for a million bucks. I, I really hundred going to happen one day. I'm wishing it into an existence. He also couldn't be a better guy. Like I texted him. I'm like, hey, I man, saw I, him post about you. Somebody about, was sent, sent me your sto- sent me a story. They're like, oh, my God, Tyler Cameron's talking about Jared. Right. <laughs> He posted about my special, which is like, you do that once, you you got me for life. So I, I might as well be his PR team at this point, because there is not a bad word you'll ever hear me say. I about know. Tyler I have a I have a very random funny video of Tyler Cameron and I in the Betches office, and we mm. are doing the dirty dancing. Lift I remember in that slow motion. <laughs> that was the first time we met him. I remember that. <laughs> and. And um, I didn't know you could follow people on Spotify. And uh, I only have 13 followers on Spotify. Like, not that anybody like. Okay, everybody. (laughs) 
please don't like I don't need, don't li- like I'm listening to like musical theater stuff and Tyler Cameron <laughs> is one of my followers on Spotify <laughs> love it that's hilarious <laughs> very weird but here we are my claim to fame cringe Harrison award winner um I think the whole all the girls talking like I, I really hated that entire they fucked it up they fucked up the picking the girl who was going to be there were so many other ways they could have done that that was right. my cringe I agree. what was your charity charity begging her mom to pick for her was cringy for me it, yeah, and the mom and- was right the mom really mommed at that point like you she just had saw, to, she had to tough love <laughs> you you saw some mothering going on right there it was and it, it like it, it made me think about myself you know like it made me you know like i was like you know charity's mom taught us all a lesson last night yes she was like you got to choose i mean she didn't even right. like charity sitting there like bawling and her mom's like Sorry, I'm not doing it. <laughs> it was unbelievable. It was great. Yeah. Who, who got the that. who got the rose from you last night? Um Joey's glam team. Yeah. I need their names, numbers. <laughs> me too. Me especially. Like, I'm going on Good Morning America tomorrow. I gotta lose 30 pounds and I gotta get a, a neck like Joey. <laughs> I I mean, the whatever they did, who did. I need Crushed to know the it. products. The, yeah. the I need to know. I <laughs> We need to get this. Okay, so if anybody knows anybody from Joey's yeah. Glam team, reach out to us on Instagram so we can get Jared hooked up for tomorrow. Good morning, America. Hour That's three. Right. Hour three. Whatever. I think it comes on at one o'clock or something. I I was told. Uh, but it's gonna be. I'm gonna tape it tomorrow. So ten oh thirty in the morning. Wait. I'll be Dr- on. Name drop the ba- the Bachelor. I'll name drop everything I can. I'll get it in. So. <laughs> Um, I had the winner for me was love. I think Dotton and Charity. So sentimental for you. I, I, I don't know. They, they're the most real couple I've ever seen on this I show, agree. to tell you the truth. Like the way they interacted was very not, you know, usually they're always talking about like, you know, high level. Mm-hmm. I could fall in love. I want this. I want that. It just felt like two people that really got to know each other. And I, I, I'm happy for them. I, I wish them the best. I am. T- I am too. They really are just the sweetest couple. I posted last night when uh, it was announced, and Charity I shared was like, you. "She shared me." And the be- the sweetest part about it is, um, she was like, "The real ones know, like, we love UK. It's the we for me. Like coming yes. from, it's the when you become a me to a we. Mm. That was cute. I was like, oh my gosh, she's like reposting on behalf of them. Right, love it." Adorable. So fantastic. Well, okay, another great season in the books. We did it. We um, did it. And always a pledge. And we'll be back for uh, Golden Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise, September 28th. Uh, the episodes it's are out on Thursdays now. 29th. 29th. So we'll be here. Um, yes. Make, so make sure you're tuning in. If you haven't listened yet, and, or actually not listened, watched jared's 37 and single on netflix so good make sure to support and um you can follow the bachelor at the bachelor on instagram and i am k york city and i'm at jared free bachelor podcast is produced by sean kilby jorge morales pico and rebecca sousmacat editing by jorge morales pico social media by amy clackner guest booking by Allie Friedlander 
And be sure to follow at The Bachelor on Instagram and Bachelor Pod on Twitter. And send us your emails to bachelor at betches.com. Betches.